Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nisi Lexi Podcast. If you're new here, I'm a digital marketer, a content creator, as well as a blogger. If you're new here, welcome. I help entrepreneurs brand their ideas, optimize their online marketing platform, as well as content creation development and SEO strategy. I also help them optimize their work, as well as generate revenue, and I post weekly podcasts here. I'm delighted to have you all. For more information, you can visit my website at www.nisilexi.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nisi Lexi. I'm excited again for season four to bring back my lovely sister from South Sudan, Amelia Deng. She's going to be discussing some of her progress that she's been doing during the uh, 2020 as well as 2021. And I'm super excited to her. So for those who who don't know who she is, Amelia Deng has been here before twice. Uh, She is the first runner for Miss World South Sudan 2019, 2018, sorry. And also she was back last year discussing about some mental health illness, as well as how to uh, empower young youth that are in uh, diaspora, as well as also to talk about entrepreneurship journey as a young woman who lives in South Sudan. So today I'm super privileged to have her back again. Welcome back to Denise Lexi. How are you doing today, Amelia? I'm definitely doing okay. And I'm so glad, you know, to be back to to the interview so that I can be able to share, you know, my outcomes and all the things that I've been working on. So I'm really glad to be back actually on the interview. It is always a privilege to have you back. I'm like, no, every season I gotta have you back. So that's why, like, I'm like, I know you're super busy. <laughs> so, and time is very crunching, especially we work sometimes. And I'm like, no, I gotta have it for season four, for season four because we are talking about young female entrepreneurs who are making impact, who not only are the first generation of entering the business or entering uh, a new pathway that never been uh, entered before. So you got actually one of the person that I whenever. I I think about it I'm like okay Emily has to be that voice because this you already been doing a lot of initiative whether it's like activism whether it's a beauty pageant being an author or a writer and a speaker so I feel like you know you'll be that person who can actually empower and encourage young youth not only South Sudanese in the Sudan but as well as like outside of the diaspora so that's why I want to have you here today to discuss that like your journey can you just also for those who doesn't know you just give them a brief uh, a story of who you are and then we can dive into the interview yeah absolutely I would love to share my uh, story and the other things that I've been doing you know um, my name is Amelia Deng and um, in 2018 I participated on my first beauty pageant something that I've never thought you know not even in a hundred years that I was going to do mm-hmm. I participated in World South Sudan and I never had any any uh, let's say any uh, any experience in it or any uh, any journey in it. Like I've never had any passion towards beauty pageant, but because I had like a passion towards me that I always wanted to really implement. And that was like being a philanthropist, mm-hmm. um, implementing like my own organization to be able to help the orphans, street kids and all those kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the only way that I thought I was, I was able to really implement whatever it is that I wanted to do was to just participate in a beauty pageant anyway I had other options of what I could do but I felt the only way to get recognized in my country and uh, be able to implement my project was through the beauty pageant uh, I was able to join the beauty pageant I got a lot of people that had experience in the beauty pageant I was like so shocked you know to see everybody was like walking so like beautifully and I was not like I didn't even know anything about modeling or whatever it is but because I had this thing like I had a passion toward me I had like a 
I had a reason of why I was doing it. I became so determined. I became so consistent. And I went up like just uh, participating in everything, doing a lot of practice and all this kind of stuff until I became perfect. And who knows, you know, I was thinking I was just gonna be in top 20. That was my only aim. And you know, with God, things were just like so shocking me. I became the first runner up, something that I've never thought even not in a, <laughs> not in a million years because I didn't have any experience in modeling. And yeah. Nessie was also part of the, part of the experience, you know, because even when I was joining the beauty pageant, I asked her like, do you think this is a good idea? Should I do it? And she believed in me. She told me just go for it. You never know what the future holds and I ended up going for it. And yeah. I didn't know maybe that was where my future was going to wind up. And I ended up becoming the first runner up and I implemented my project. And from there I became an activist, you know, I've been like advocating for children rights, women rights, youth rights, things that they can do, you know, to be able to better themselves in the future. Yeah. And apart from that, also I ended up finding myself in the entrepreneurship section. I ended up doing some few things like consultancy and all the other stuff, like inspiring other women on what they can do to be able to, to help themselves in their daily basic, you know, instead of having to like confront or confine men, things mm -hmm. that they can be able to do with themselves. So, and also as part of that, I'm also uh, passionate in poetry and with my poetry, I end up finding myself that I'm more interested in writing. So I'm also an inspiring, I'm, uh, an aspiring author. I'm currently still writing a book. And apart from that also, I do a lot of things. So that's the life of Amelia. I do blogging too. That's all I am. Amazing, amazing. So let's break it down because obviously, just for me starting as a in the in the pageant but that also gave you a lot of more platform to kind of dive into a lot many many other hats um you won in 2018 uh from that moment of winning that crown and also knowing the purpose as to why you entered that pageant you had so many projects in line that you wanted to do can you elaborate on the journey just from the first Time when you actually won the crown up until today how has the journey been like um, um yeah absolutely i'm not gonna like specifically say the journey was something easy it was like an artist journey that i've ever had in life you know as they always say if you're somebody who's very determined somebody that have like a lot of things that you want to implement in life you need to always set ready or be ready with things that you need to do because there's a lot of obstacles a lot of circumstances that are waiting for you, things that you need to, you know, work on actually. So with the journey of winning, I was really so happy. And I thought that thing is my journey actually for implementing my things, but mm -hmm. I didn't know I had to prepare myself for the next obstacles, the hardest obstacles of my life. And that was being able to implement my project, you know? And uh, as you all know, South Sudan is a war-torn country mm -hmm. where we are all like, Starting over and we're trying to build up our country. So at this point, we don't have a lot of experience or we don't have a lot of establishment in the country. So at this point, mm -hmm. if you have like a specific things that you need to implement or if you have a specific thing that you need to achieve in life, you need to work hard for it because you need to understand maybe this is something that holds a future for the rest of the other people because our country, we just got our independence like recently, you know? So mm -hmm. at this point, we individuals, we need to work hard so that we can be able to help the next generation or the next people that are going to come 
to be able to develop whatever it is that they have to do. So with Willing the Crown, that was my first challenge that I got. And that was my first uh, achievement that I got. And I was really excited. And from there, I ended up setting up my uh, organization. I implemented it. And my journey hasn't been an easy one. So my first thing that I wanted to do was to be able to feel like an orphanage. But with the obstacles and everything that's happening in the country, I wasn't able to implement whatever it is that I needed to implement. So at this point, I started initiating myself with other people that were interested in the same motivation that drove me to be able to do whatever I have to do. And I was able to get a lot of support from a lot of people. You know? And from that point, I got like a lot of services from people, like people giving me a lot of uh, things like food, clothes, books, and all those kind of stuff. And with those things, I was so excited to be able to provide to the street children, you know, this is how you start your journey. You don't need to like rush, you know, any little thing or small thing that you have and you share it with a homeless person or with an orphan or street child, this thing can really make them so excited. So from the years I started achieving my first runner up, Crown, I was able to do this implementation of just providing them some few necessities like books, clothes, providing some few things. And I was able to interview some few kids. And when I was able to see some of the kids were so talented, I took them and uh, kept them in school. Because out of my own capacity, I thought maybe this is the only way I can help them be able to lighten up their, their knowledge and all those kind of stuff. So I wasn't able to take a lot of kids to school. But I took some few of them that I know I can confine on, that I know they knew that they had like a future in front of them. So I was able to help them out. And from there, yeah, I've just been doing this little bit of like services, providing them books, necessities, and educating people that I know are able to go to make me proud. And people that I know can I can be able to help out of my capacities. Because at this point, I don't have help or I don't have any rely from to anybody but to myself. So yeah. So that's the only things that I've been doing on my organization form. And I'm able, anyway, I'm glad I was able to get that grant because through that grant, I was able to get a lot of people getting to know me. They were able to help me out from all the process and all that. Wow, what a humanitarian act that you have did. I just listening to you, I was like, wow, I'm super proud of everything that you've done. Because not only did you take in the winning, but you also made sure that out of your title, out of the passion that you have, that you were able to take all these children and send them to school. This is something very profound. And I know the future only looks brighter because you're winning and your um, mission in life is like to encourage and to also help other people. And these youth, when they grow up, they, this is something they could also pass on to the next generation. It's like you creating that pathway. Um, just for the people who are outside of the diaspora, how can they support you in making sure that that mission also goes further? Um, okay, the only way that you people can be able to help me out is by supporting, to be able to support those little kids, you know? As we all know, our country is still like a little bit down with the establishment, mm -hmm. with achievements, all this kind of stuff. So at this point, I'm actually relying on myself to be able to provide for these kids. But mm -hmm. I understand when people come together, like togetherness is a way we can be able to help them out. So at this point, I mm -hmm. believe if you have any necessities or anything that you want to provide to the street children or the orphans or any kids that you have like any sympathy toward them, just be able to provide them whatever it is that you have from your heart, you know? And that's how we end up being blessed from, from the above, you know? 
that's amazing. Thank you so much uh, for sharing that story. It's very incredible and very touching. Uh, another thing I wanted to ask you that currently you based in Juba or Nairobi, did you move back to Nairobi or you're still in Juba at the present moment? Um, at this point, I'm actually based in two places because oh, okay. um, <laughs> I am based in two places. I keep coming to Juba because this is where I'm actually based, like with my work stuff, everything that I want to do. Yeah. But in Nairobi also, I have my school and my studies. I'm actually currently doing online studies also. Yeah. So at this point, I'm just like in two places. I go to Nairobi to see my family and be able to also maybe go for my exams and all this kind of stuff for my studies and then yeah. come back to Juba. But uh, currently, um, uh, the place that I'm, I normally take my time in is in Juba because this is where my work is based. Yeah. This is where all the activities, everything that I'm actually doing is based. Yeah. Okay. So the other questions I have for you. So for these, uh, us like who outside of the country, obviously, and we wanted to invest into maybe like building the country or building some infrastructure or just kind of taking some of the knowledge that we have from here and bring it to uh, South Sudan, where would you think that it's the next thing that needs to be done? Is it more like a technology base or more of like a youth entrepreneurship? What do you think it's the best solution to move the country forward? You know, at this point, I've actually been, I've never, honestly, not even in my wildest dream, have I ever thought I would ever be based in South Sudan. And currently I've been here for like three good years, you know? I've never thought I would ever stay in this place because I wasn't born and raised here. I yeah. was born and raised in the country. Mm -hmm. So with my personalities, my attributes, everything, you know, my experience and all that, I didn't acquire them from my country. I acquired them from another person, another country. Mm -hmm. So what I've actually get to learn from our country is that we, the only way we can be able to establish our country is through inter entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And basically the reason why I'm saying that is because I realize a lot of our youth are so engaged into politics, not knowing that politics is not taking them anywhere, you know? <laughs> our people are really taking advantage of whatever situation that is happening in our country just to... Um, to post biased things on social media, cause a lot of fuel, I mean, fueling things, you know, out of nowhere. Instead of us realizing that this is a new decade, this is a new technology, we need to take advantage of whatever the technology that we have right now to make something out of it, something that would be able to take advantage. I mean, something that can be able to uh, benefit our country, but our youth don't realize that. So at this point, the only way that we can be able to forward our country. I mean, the way, only way we can be able to take our country forward is mm -hmm. through entrepreneurship by engaging through other things apart from politics, you know, like mm -hmm. educating our women that uh, they can be able to be more than just wives, more than just women and all those kind of stuff. Like if they have a passion toward them that they really need to implement, then they don't need to let the world come between it, you know, for them. Nothing is impossible. Whatever it is that you set your mind into, and be able to implement it and you can make it come true. So what I would really, really think is that the only way we can put our, I mean, we can make our country go forward is through entrepreneurship. And that is by engaging a lot of youth through entrepreneurship, by uh, learning whatever it is, the small tactic things that they need to implement and uh, make them work out, you know, let them be, bring positive impact towards our country and towards them like uh, whatever it is that they really want to do, like using social media as a tool to implement whatever it is that they want. That's what I could really say. 
because yeah. politics is not bringing us anything at all. That's for sure. So I do, even like here in the Western uh, society, I do see a lot of, you would see a six years old, 10 years old, who is making a huge impact or making a career out of social media, because once you build a fan base, once you build that brand identity in the social spectrum, you're able to generate income and you're able to kind of maybe switch or change your life around. And I feel like uh, and some people do take social media in the wrong way, but other people do take it to establish themselves and also build um, a job for other people, like creating a job. Maybe if you create a digital marketing Absolutely. agency that like gives other people also the fundamental, the income that they'd be able to generate too. So I do see that it's, it's very beneficial for us to also incorporate that as well. Um, going forward with your current um, project, I know you recently launched a YouTube channel, so that's actually something very exciting I want you to talk about. Can you tell us what it's all about and what can we hope to get out of this new channel? Which one? The YouTube channel that you created it. Oh, yeah. Actually, um, recently, there's, a, there's something weird actually about me. Sometimes so, I like, get this passion. Yeah. <laughs> to uh, make a YouTube channel, you know, and be able to inspire people. Mm -hmm. I make like uh, the videos in the first week and the next week I'm like, uh, I don't think I'm able to do this anymore. But uh, recently, <laughs> recently with the writing that I'm going on with my books and all that, I realized that maybe my life history or whatever it is that I normally do into my daily basic could be able to inspire a specific individual out there. Mm -hmm. So came up with a blog called Life with Amelia. And what I meant by Life with Amelia, it's about my lifestyle, like what I do every day. What is it that made me to be who I am today? Like my experience, who I socialize myself with, my lifestyle, this and that and that. I was able to attribute all these things, to share it with the world so that some of people who are like me will be able to learn out of it. So with my YouTube channel, I have, uh, I've really, gone through a lot like uh, since the starting of last year it has been one of the most emotional years that I've ever had my entire life especially with the losing of my dad somebody that I called my best friend somebody that I relied on somebody that, that believed in me you know somebody that pushed me to be who I am today and especially losing that side was the most hardest thing that I've ever had in my entire life and that thing drove, drove me to depression I went through a lot by myself up with all those kind of things. But I had a better future ahead of me. Mm -hmm. I had to rely on myself and be able to do things that will make my father. So at this point, I make like a YouTube channel where I can be able to history. Because I know I'm not the only whatever it is that I'm going through. There's other people going through the same thing. So with this, I was able, I was like, I'm going to share my fellow South Sudanese, my fellow everybody, you know, that can relate with from the experience that I had. So what inspired me to open that YouTube channel was the living of my dad and how I was able to change my lifestyle from how I used to be, how I am right now. So yeah, that's what Wow. First of all, I just want to say condolence. <laughs> So 
So we uh, before our break, we were basically discussing uh, the your creation for the YouTube channel and also your um, new blog, basically focusing more on Amelia, everything that you do behind the scene, you want to be able to share with people and also share your experience with the world. Um, I also the other thing I wanted to ask you, obviously, social media has a huge impact, whether if you are a designer, you're a model, you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, social media has a lot of impact. So how has social media impacted your journey in order to grow your brand? Um, you know, what I can really say is that if we were to go to the ancient wall, I don't think I could have, I was, I could have been able to achieve whatever it is that I've really achieved lately. Social media has really played like a great impact in my life. I was able to connect with a lot of people, including like Macy, those amazing people that, re that have really played like a great role in my life, you know. So without social media, I don't think I was, I was able to achieve whatever it is that I wanted to achieve because in social media, I was able to express myself, say whatever it is that was on my mind or do whatever it is that I wanted to do. And people, like uh, positive people were, always there you know to support me with whatever it is that I've always wanted to do and in that point I was able to inspire a lot of young people especially like young women who would be able to come to me talk to me and they would be able to want me to mentor them not even in a million years have I ever thought I would be able to mentor anybody you know but because of whatever it is that I was putting in the wall out there whatever it is that I was posting was impacting them mm -hmm. in, a, in a positive way and apart from that, also with my entrepreneurship life, I was able to get a lot of people that were able to, that I was able to give them my, my work, you know, whatever it is that I was able to provide for them. And uh, that's how my entrepreneurship work grew. And from there, that's how I ended up realizing, you know, my, my work in this world was just to help people with themselves and help them to be able to achieve whatever it is that they want to achieve. So social media has really played a lot of great, great roles for a lot of people. And without social media, I don't think a lot of people could have really made it. Alive. So yeah, social media is a great impact. Yeah. Society. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. It definitely gave us that access to talk yeah. to people from around the world. It's like making the world more smaller because I never, Absolutely. I never been back home. So this is also social media gave me that platform to speak to people who are there and not necessarily meet them in person. Maybe one day when I do come there, I'll be like, oh my God, finally. <laughs> but through social media, we're able to even engage with that before even meeting up in real life, for sure, for sure. Absolutely. It made it like easier for everybody. Like right now, you know a lot of people. So even if you come down to the country, you'd yeah. be able to socialize with a lot of people and you'd be able to know whatever it is that is happening in the country and social media made it easier for everybody. Most definitely, most definitely. And I actually do hope a lot of our youth that are back home, they were even here to start building community through social media. So that way we can start like, you know, developing things or developing our own media. Because the one thing that I know for a fact, if the media it's projecting the story for us, they won't be able to tell the full truth. And that is why it's, it's, it's really important for us to have that medium, to have that voice where we can come on social media, create our own platform, create our own narrative so that young, young people like ourselves who are looking to us or like watching our content will be able to be not only inspired, but they can also see a different light in our own story, in our own light, in our own, uh, what's it called, lens. So it makes, it makes it more relevant and more related to them as well. So I do feel like 
as you said earlier, one of the key thing is to move the country forward is obviously giving entrepreneurship to youth. So I do agree with you 100%. That's good, something that would help the country move forward. And with the incorporation of social media too, to meet like help you, the diaspora people, as well as the people who are there to kind of like work together for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, another thing that I wanted to ask you is where can people find you for those who wanted to get in contact with you, wanted to support your mission, or even wanted to support your blog? Where can they find it? Um, okay, like I have a lot of, you know, as we all say that social media is the only easiest way that we can all interact. So um, in all the social media, in my LinkedIn, in my Instagram, in my uh, Facebook account, Messenger, and other forms of social media, it's Amelia Ding, that's my name. And apart from that, also I have a blogging page, mm -hmm. Facebook that is called Life Amelia, where I normally just, the way I will be normally sharing about my life history, or whatever it is, my experience into my daily life, basic things and all those kind of stuff with everybody. And apart from that also, I have um, I have a other page also on uh, Instagram that is like a Kira consultancy and other things where I can be sharing my entrepreneurship tactics with everybody also with whatever it is that is happening up, I mean, down here in the country mm -hmm. and how they can be able to, you know, where they can, if somebody is like, uh, who has never been in the country, and he wants or she wants to implement something in the country, I'll be able to give them some, just one person or two percent of my knowledge of whatever it is that I learned down here so that they can be able to know what they have to do when they come back in the country. So yeah, those are my social media that where you can find. Oh, that's actually pretty interesting. I, I like the fact that you highlight that you offer consultation for people that wanted to invest in South Sudan. So can you uh, elaborate more on that and how people can connect with you and what are these service in, in, encompasses with your consultation? Absolutely, yeah. You know, um, this is, uh, okay, when I was coming to South Sudan, I didn't have any knowledge about whatever it is that is in my country. And in that specific way, maybe I really needed somebody that has been living in this place that had more experience than me to tell me whatever it is or whatever challenges, circumstances or whatever it is experience that I needed to be able to survive in South Sudan. And I wasn't able to get that. So I had to learn everything by my own ways, with my own rules, with my own consultancy and all those kind of stuff. So I was like, because I went through that kind of an error, I didn't want any other person to go through the same challenge, you know? So I, and I, I have been through a lot of like uh, entrepreneurship tactics way. I, one thing about me, I'm a multitasking person. I just don't do one thing, you know? I'm always just in every place. I'm trying to like find a way on how to really implement something. Like if I feel like this is what I want to do, I'll try it. If it doesn't work, okay. I tried it anyway. Then I go to another way. So at this point, <laughs> my three years experience in South Sudan, I feel I've really tried a lot of things to be able to implement. And uh, the things that I became successful in, I want to be able to share it with the entire world, you know, and be able to help them out, especially our young youth that are in uh, other countries, like in the uh, Western world, in, uh, in Africa, in Eastern Africa, Western Africa, in other places who have never been in South Sudan. And they feel like they really want to do something, but they feel threatened. I felt like the only way I can make the work easier was to be able to open like a consultant company, I mean, a consultant company that is like a business consultancy where I can be able to advise them on what they really want 
I mean, what they really want to do, the circumstance, the challenges that they would be able to face in South Sudan. Mm -hmm. So at this point, I felt like this would make their work easier so that they could be able to prepare themselves before they come back to the country. And in the, this point, I'll be able to provide them the kind of work or whatever it is that they need to do, be able to connect them with the kind of people that they need to work with, whatever it is that they need to be able to put in their business so that they can be able to become successful. So that's what my consultancy is all about. And if, you, if you're interested to, to be provided all those services, you can find me on Instagram at the Kira Consultancy Company. And uh, I'm, I'm actually, I've already worked on the website. I'll be able to put it up together so they can make the work easier for people online to yeah. access it and be able to get hold of me. And uh, in two days, or let's say from now, maybe even today, I'll be able to open a Facebook page where yeah. you can be able to, if you don't have an Instagram account, and I can be able to help you out elaborate whatever it is that you really want to do mm -hmm. in the country, South Sudan, and where you can be able to become successful. In That's what my consultancy is all about. Amazing, amazing. Congratulations on that venture right away. Like this is a big movement, obviously. For a lot of us who are thinking of investing down there, you will be that gatekeeper who will guide us through everything that needs to be done. So congratulations on that mission. Very well done. I, I love it. <laughs> that idea is brilliant. No, I think I gotta try everything just to be able to make it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that we need more of you. <laughs> Amazing job, sis. So before yeah. we wrap up, I want you to leave our viewer with a three negative knowledge, something, the word of wisdom, just from your own experience or for life in general that they can leave for, uh, with. Yeah, you know, at my young age, okay, people will definitely like judge me because um, they would basically say you're so young to get to know whatever it is that you know now, but I feel age is just a number and you can be able to have a lot of experience more than somebody who's 50 years old, you know? So at this point, with all the experience that I've had, I've had a lot of lessons that I've learned. And the first lesson that I've learned is that you need to be there for yourself all the time. Trust me, you're not always there for yourself. No one will ever be there for you. No one at all. Even if you feel like you want to confine on anybody, that person will never be 100% be there for you. And like, how? 100% you can be there for yourself. So remember to be kind to yourself. Remember to always talk to yourself with the positive things, you know? Always uh, make yourself your first priority before you make another person your priority. Because without yourself, you can never be able to be who you are. So one thing first is that you need to understand you are yourself and you will always be yourself. So respect yourself, give yourself the kindness that you will be able to give other people and uh, understand that you will never have another person like you. You are the only person that mm -hmm. is in the world. So that makes you unique. And the second one is like, um, always be grateful with the everything that you have, you know? This world is a very weird way. Like sometimes we have this kind of heart that we need everything, but that is not how the world goes. If you always have this heart of wanting everything, you'll always be so restless. So the only way you can be you can be able to be successful and be happy is to be grateful with the little things that you have. Because at the end of the day, you know, the small things that you have is what another person really wants, like so badly they want that. But you feel that is nothing. So always be grateful with people that are around you 
what you have and all those kind of stuff and the world or the universe will be able to provide you everything that, that you've always wanted. And the third one is uh, be persistent and consistent in everything that you do. Hard work, trust me, pays off. Like today, you might be working on a lot of things and you just don't see any impact in whatever it is that you're doing. But trust me, that is, uh, I mean, whatever it is, the energy that you put every day, that energy is going to come in the next few years to come. You will not be able to realize that whatever it is that you're doing is really impacting your life until maybe in five years or in 10 years. So always be consistent, be persistent and be patient with yourself that one day you'll be able to achieve it and hard work's always pays off. There's nothing like shortcut, shortcut never pays off. You just need to work hard and be able to accomplish whatever it is that you need to accomplish. That's what life is all about, yeah. Amelia, Amelia, I couldn't say it better myself. These are all... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm just like, yes, girl, yes, yes. <laughs> Our <laughs> advice was to the T. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. So you know, that's how life is. Yes, it's, it's, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, the, I know you first started, it doesn't matter. The age doesn't matter. It's, it's what the wisdom comes with experience. And whatever you said hits home. And it literally, definitely, definitely makes sense. To get to where you are, you need to not only put yourself up as a priority, it's invest in yourself and, and, and do the work and feel like, you know, you need, it's going to take time. It's, nothing comes overnight. So everything, even the, the Beyonce, she put on all the hard work for 20 over years to get that achievement. Anybody that gets the success that they have today, obviously they have to put in the work. And I love the fact that you stress that so much because this awesome. is the major key. Yeah. So I hope you guys all today learned something very beautifully from my sister, Amelia, based in Juba. Obviously, she's going to be back here anytime. Uh, and whenever you guys want to be back, I will always bug her to bring her back here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll always be back. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. I know you had a busy day, but we're still we're so uh, grateful for you to take the time out of your day to be here and also share some no of your wisdom with us. And for those who wanted to support Amelia, make sure to find her in her social media. And if you're thinking of considering on actually uh, investing or opening a business in South Sudan, she is going to be the point of contact to give you a consultation on how and where you can uh, develop your business plan. Um, until then, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure talking to you. Like always, this is your second home. <laughs> thank you. I really appreciate it. I, I'm glad that I was back here and have a good day. See you guys soon. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Have a good night. <laughs>